the Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. This is Mark Hyde. And Chris Fuller. And on today's episode of Real Talk Christian, we are talking about soulmates. Is there such a thing? And if there is, how on earth can we find the one? Fuller, you ready? Let's go. Fuller. What's going on, Mark? Dude, how joyful are you? Uh, that song always gets me in the mood to podcast. That's like it, it me, dude. I'm sitting over here bobbing my head. I'm like, yeah, all right. I won't lie, though. I did not think that this was going to be as much of a bop as our last one. I, you know, I didn't think I was, I was like, all right, you know, yeah, let's do a new song for, you know, kind of a new season, you know, and then I'm like, you know, this is, I kind of like this one. Well, right. Like at first it's kind of like, oh, this is a whole, because the other one, it's, I can't even remember how paradise goes. Oh, really? Oh my goodness. I'm trying to think. I can't either. I, I, <laughs> I know this song is constantly stuck in my head though. <laughs> I have no clue anymore. Oh, Paul, I'm so sorry, bro. Paul, we've listened to Joy too much. That's we, our problem. I, we, we need to go back and listen to some old episodes or something or get on Spotify because yeah. that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. That, that That's embarrassing right there. That's embarrassing. <laughs> like, I don't even know what to do with this. But either way, dude. I almost want to pull it up right now. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Let's do it. I'm going to put it into my microphone. Are you, might are be... you, I'm, already, I'm already almost there. Hang on a sec. Let's see here. I love it. I still hear it. <laughs> oh, there, there it is. is. Yeah. And then Janiel's voice. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Real Talk Christian Podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the good old days of the podcast. <laughs> good old days. Well, you know what? We got this What's now. Up? I mean, <laughs> we got a bop, bro. And you know what? It's so catchy that even my three-year-old likes to uh, whistle to it or try to whistle. <laughs> right, because she says she wants to listen to Uncle Polly's music. Uh, it's uh, Uncle Polly's music, yep. Oh, we listen to Uncle Polly's music? It's so Bro. cute. So, all right. For our listeners who have been listening the past couple of weeks, they know that I was in quarantine. At the time of recording, I'm still in quarantine, but today's my last day. I'm pretty excited about Woo! it. Get out. So, so yesterday, you know, was we always record on friday yesterday was thursday that's when we always drop the next podcast so we yep. dropped the podcast and piper Janiel was listening to it and piper heard you and i talking and started crying because she missed her oh. daddy and, and mr marky mark which is you know that's her nickname for you mr <laughs> yeah. marky mark so she started bawling her eyes out and like so i called him facetime Janiel's like can you please call and you're facetime with your daughter because she's missing you right now so i facetime and she just could not stop crying because our picture's on the podcast now. Yep, and so she you can know, see it. Right, and so it's not just the RTC logo, it was our picture, and then we were talking, and it, it was heartbreaking, dude. It was heartbreaking. Oh my <laughs> goodness. It's, yeah, because she, uh, people don't know this, but after church every single Sunday, she comes and finds me. Yeah, she does. Yep, she will not let us leave until she says hi to Mr. Marky Mark. Yep. And then Elliot finds her, and then they end up playing tag in the sanctuary. Or yeah, and then we gotta we gotta try to separate them and find them. And <laughs> it's it's a hoot. Elliot is a bad influence, Mark. <laughs> Sorry, it's all right. No, that's what you. Them damn pastor kids. <laughs> them PKs. Them PKs are just absolutely 
absolutely terrible people. But, oh, dude, I'm always. excited for you to get your butt out of quarantine. Ah, last day. I'm so excited. I feel so good right now, and I'm ready to, like, go outside. I've been watching the sun. The weather's been warming up, and I'm stuck inside right now. It's like, this is horrible. It's, so, it, this is this is torture. If So if, if someone wants to know how to torture Fuller, this is it right here, guys. Put me in my room Put him in a room. Weeks. But Even though I have t- TV, electronics, I've had my guitar. I've actually uh, I've played a lot of music, been recording a lot of stuff, but it's still not the same as being able to freely roam and graze and go outside. So basically what I'm saying is I'm an animal. <laughs> that's Okay, so you, d- you can't see my face, but I made the face of, did he really just say graze? I did. I did say graze. I like, like to go around like and snack. It's usually like grab, grab like a piece of cheese or like some grapes or like grab an apple out of the fridge. Graze, you know. How many stomachs I can't you do that right now. Right now I'm totally relying on on my awesome wife, Janiel, to be like, hey, do you need anything? And I'm like, yes, please. I need an apple. <laughs> I don't know why, but I need an apple. <laughs> Those so. pregnancy cravings are real, bro. It's with bored. I'm, I'm like bored <laughs> hungry all the time up here. Oh, my so. goodness. But so, yeah. so question though. So right. have you been able to drink coffee this last week though in quarantine? I asked this oh. question a couple weeks ago, but are you still able to, or is the acid getting too much for you? No, actually I haven't had a problem with coffee. Uh, Janiel brings me my, my morning cup of my RTC brewed coffee. Dude, Janiel literally is a superhero right now. Take she care has of three taken care kids. of me. And, yeah. And three kids. And like, so she's dropping like drinks off. Oh, luckily I brought a case of water or she brought a case of water up for me a week ago. So I've been like, I got plenty of water, but she's been making me like, cause I'm, I love my tea as much as I love coffee. Yep. And so, uh, you know, I usually, usually when I get home from work, I drink at least three cups of hot tea a day. So she's been making sure throughout the day I've gotten at least three cups of hot tea. She's been awesome. So yeah, it's been great. That's awesome. Great. Great that I have such a great wife. Who mm-hmm. takes care of me? <laughs> Which is great that we're going to talk about our conversation we're about to talk about, but we're not ready to talk about it yet. Oh, never, man! We got to talk about coffee. What are you drinking tonight, Mark? <laughs> the, the stuff that you drink before it hits the beans. The stuff you drink before you hit the beans. I'm drinking water. Oh, oh, oh! oh the pre-brew. I'm I'm drinking water. So okay, so I've been drinking coffee nonstop. Oh, so, so I'll back up even further. So with this whole coronavirus quarantine thing, you know, a lot of people have um, had their hours cut or right. it just looks different. And I'm very thankful that that church is still that, that that people are still tithing and that people are still given to the to the mission and that I'm able to still have my job. So I'm, I'm not complaining at all. But right. when it seems like a lot, of, even just people who are at their job, sometimes production is slowed down to some regards. Like they're able to do other things, but just not at the same level. Dude, my life has been busier since like the well, that's shutdown. Because nobody's coming to you. You're having to go out. Well, but, but you're, even you're more actually than that. having to be an actual, dis, you know, disciple maker now. Bro. Going forth. Bro. <laughs> but but no, it's but it's because of all the digital content that that right. I have to create, whether it's graphics or videos or live stream or right. yeah. dialing things in. Like we actually did a, I don't know if you saw this or not. I did a family trivia night on Facebook Live. Uh, I did, but I didn't have anybody ago. to do it with. So you could have sat there, dude. I did rabbit riddles. 
rabbit riddles. Like, Give us like, one of your rabbit riddles. No, Do you have them? I, well, I'm pulling it up right now. So I had a, right. so so I played two games. One was Easter around the world. So it was um, Easter traditions. And what country did this tradition come from? Like this country hmm. um, rolls big balls of cheese through the streets to celebrate Easter. Do you know what country that is? And the answer, I'm going to have to say Holland. The answer is not Wisconsin. That was my first thought. But uh, <laughs> That's not a country. That's a state. <laughs> but it's Wisconsin. Uh, but Italy. Italy. Hmm. Italy. Italy was actually that one. And then there's other fun ones like what? Uh, who decorates their trees with uh, with Easter eggs? Like like they actually dye them and then put them in the trees. Like that's Germany. Like I thought that was kind of oh. cool, but no. So rabbit riddles was exactly what you think of. It's dad jokes on steroids. Like you ready? How do you right, how, how do you know carrots are good for your eyes? How? You ever seen a bunny with glasses on? Uh, yes, I have on Alice in Wonderland. Well, dang it, bro! Come on. I'm Come just on. saying. All right, how about this one? <laughs> uh, what do you call a rabbit that tells good jokes? Mark. <laughs> bro. <What>? Bro. <laughs> no, uh, so you call a rabbit that tells good jokes a funny bunny. Oh, nice. A funny Very bunny. Nice. I'm going to do do two more. Um, I got to find it because I got in trouble for this one. Uh-oh. You'll, you'll know why here in a second. Uh, not that one. Not that one. What do you call 100 rabbits hopping backwards at the same time? I don't know what. A receding hairline. All right. Because bunnies, you know, they're, they're hair is another yeah, name I, for a bunny. I got you. I, so, I feel you. so the bald dads, I got some text messages from that one. So that was fun. And then the yeah, last and yeah. final one. What do you call a bunny that plays with a fox? I'm not sure what. Dumb. Hmm. Yeah, that <laughs> or would dinner. Be true. Someone Very said true. dinner, and I'm like, yeah, that's true too. So, so we were doing stuff like that. So I had to figure out how to go live via Zoom, actually. So my Zoom is what made us go live, and we're Thank kicking you, out. Zoom. We're cutting out content like crazy. We were at a grave graveyard this morning at 7 a.m. recording stuff for Easter sunrise service. Right. Um, Which it may seem a little strange to people, but it was actually you know you posted the little clip on it on Facebook, and it was actually really really well done. And at first I was like, wait. Why is So Shane playing music in a graveyard? I'm like, oh, because of Easter, he rose. I yep. got it. I well, got I, it. <laughs> I, I I made the post disappear 15 minutes later. Oh, it was only up for 15 minutes? Uh-huh. Oh, I'm so glad I got to see it then. I'm going to pretend that that was a tease, but in reality, it was a pastor. Scott was like, how did you get that up so fast? I'm like, social media is what I do, bro. And he's like, we're all, he's like, let's keep this one close to the chest. I want this whole thing to be a surprise, except for the fact that we were at a graveyard. And I'm like, all right, that sounds good. So, boop, it disappeared. Well, well you know what? This it, is airing way time, after. By the time, time everybody listens to this podcast, Easter's already over. Easter's so. over, <laughs> but it was it was a cool vibe, and and the audio you heard was just off my iPhone, so mm. it wasn't even the actual. That was good. The actual audio was so good. Like we used one right. condenser mic, so the guitar is a little hotter than the vocal Did just you, because of the angle. Wait. Did you use the roadcaster? I thought about it, but I you actually shut up, bro. But but I I didn't want to because if it was like forty degrees this morning and I was worried about condensation. Mm, true. Yeah, we don't want to lose the roadcaster. Exactly. We just got it. <laughs> so I borrowed a uh, well because you're using the 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 Behringer USB audio interface right now. Right. So yep, I yep. got and the a, Yamaha the board and yep. and the pile uh, um, 
headphone booster. Yep. 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 So I, I borrowed a, a two port because there's potential me needing two mics at the same time versus just one. So I borrowed a two port one from from uh, our friend Randy Spiker and just recorded yeah, it. But we recorded it with one AKG uh, S100C or CS100 or 1000. I don't, I don't know. It was some condenser mic, but it did pretty solid, dude. So. So yeah, church was yeah, doing. It sounded, it sounded really good. Yeah, but I've been editing videos like crazy. Like Pastor Scott will send me a bunch of like. Did you see the video of him and his family dancing? Yes, that was great. <laughs> that took a long time to deal with. The, the funny thing was is that Hannah and Jess made it look so easy, and then you got Laura and Scott, and it's like that's exactly what I would look like if I was trying to do it. Exactly and I was zooming up right real now. tight whenever he made a face at Eli. It was wonderful. <laughs> But, dude, but, I've been, I've but been, I laugh because oh. it's so true because it's like, all right, that would be if it, if I was in Scott's shoes right now, that's exactly what I would look like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People don't know they were dancing. They, there's, they, they put a dance to the song. It's not an actual dance, but the, uh, but it's church clap by, uh, it sh- it Lecrae and KB. It's a, it's a bop. It's an older bop. It, it was, but. it was a funny song, but they should all make it a dance. Cause like Jessica and Hannah made it look like it was a good dance. Oh yeah. It was, it was from then, camp. It was from summer camp this year. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yep. So they, they need to make that go viral. Like it was awesome. <laughs> Cause it was great. So, but, but no, so I've been, I've been doing so much stuff that I actually had to buy a new hard drive for my computer. Cause this one just isn't cutting it right now. So, so yeah. We, and you need to help me with mine. We need to do mine. I actually was looking at external hard drives to get all my stuff off my computer so I can do a complete reboot wipe on mine. Yep. Because it's so bad right now. Yep. I love it. But anyways, yeah, how Anywho. did we get from talking about you were drinking agua to that? That was like wow. Well, trail. thank you for joining our rabbit trail, guys. So no, yeah. um, so I've been drinking <laughs> in, coffee. In Easter. <laughs> I've been drinking coffee since seven a.m. six uh, six thirty. Right. Drinking coffee since right. since six thirty. And had more after that. And then on top of it, I've been driving around all of South Bend, dropping off care packages for teenagers since like 1, oh, 1230 or 1 is when I left my house and had to go get stuff and drop. It, it's been nuts. So, wow. so I've been pumping down the caffeine, so I need water. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, you got to stay hydrated. Got to stay hydrated. Nice. Oh, well, I'm drinking the RTC Uganda, or I was, but while you were talking there on your rabbit trail, I actually ran out of that and so i poured myself a cup of tea from my thermos oh, so i'm very drinking nice. experiment peppermint tr- tea oh that but it was it was the rtc uganda before about three three minutes ago <laughs> i love it i love it but anyways yeah. well, hey since, since we're 15 minutes in i think it's time to talk about the topic today well we gotta read our reviews bro <gasps> one more thing i promise this will be quick so this one was actually on podbean so Leave a review. We'll get you a mini swag bag, but we got to know who you are because these numbers and initials don't mean nothing to me. All right. Right. So, right. But leave a review on Apple podcast. This though was a comment from a previous episode from, a um, for the, 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 how did, uh, can you be friends with unbelievers episode? So that, I think that was what? 35, 34. That was, uh, 35. Was that one the friendship with unbelievers? So this was written about two weeks ago. So so my guess is it's from a different episode. It doesn't tell me what episode it's from. It was probably from uh, the one sin that won't be forgiven. 34. Oh, could be. Yep, that's probably what it was from. Or or coronavirus, one of the two. But either way, this guy R J G S two J R. So something 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 two junior. 
He said, Isaiah 26.3 is a great verse for believers. Good info. I'm going to, I'm going to change his word. Great comments. Not just good comments, great comments. <laughs> we believers, it says good comments, though. It says good comments, but they were great. Uh, we believers need to be ready at all times to share the hope that we have in Christ, and we can't agree more with that one. Our so J. based on that, I would have to say that was off the bonus episode. Probably. Yeah. Probably. But So we have another review to read for you guys next one, but we need more reviews to keep reading them. So Apple iTunes, please leave us reviews. I checked everywhere else. You can't leave reviews on Google. You can't leave reviews on Spotify. You can write comments on YouTube. We have our stuff uploaded to YouTube now, not you the can, video, right, just audio. Yep, you can do comments on on the Podbean if you're listening that way. Yeah, but yeah put comments, reviews, any of that. And, and the more reviews that you give us, the better reviews that we get, the more ears to other listeners we can get into. So keep them coming, people. Please keep them coming. But now anyway, that we got all the stuff, see, you guys can, you guys don't know this, but me and Fuller don't see each other anymore, so we apologize for that. Yeah, yeah. This is, like, this is bro, this is bro time. We we've been bro timing it for forty five minutes before we hit the record button, and now we're <laughs> seventeen and a half minutes in, and we're still doing bro time. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, hey, should we, without further ado, get into this thing? Let's dive in. Though, what does the term soulmate mean, and is there such a thing as finding the one? Like, that's the name, like, we kind of threw the title, or I threw the title on it. That's it. Find so, your one. That's what people say. Yeah. So, so Mark, I mean, right off right off the hip, you know, fire off the hip, what's your, what's your thoughts on that, man? Do you, do you think there's a, a soulmate and do it in less than 30 seconds? Give us a quick 30-second oh, look. I don't know how to do Mark. that. I don't know how to do that. Um, 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 in I'm 10 nervous. words or less. <laughs> okay, here you go. So, 10 words or less. Do I believe in soulmates? Yes and no. It's three. You got seven. Find more a spouse, love their socks off. That's ten. I'm I'm down with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly ten. All right, and we'll yes dig and more no. into find into a spouse, mind, love their socks love their off. Love their socks off. That's interesting. That's an interesting <laughs> way to put it. You gave well, me, I like that. You gave me I like ten that, words. I like that ten word definition. But here's a definition from. Uh, of what the term soulmate is. And this comes from refinery 29. I had never heard of this place before, but I kind of like the way they kind of worded this a little bit. Uh, I just want to say that this is not a Christian site. This is just like an article that I found, uh, <clears throat> but it says uh, they describe it this way. When you meet that person, a person, one of your soulmates, they say one of your soulmates, uh, let the connection, the relationship be what it is. It may be five minutes, five hours, five days, five months, five years, a lifetime, five lifetimes. Let it manifest itself the way it is meant to be. It has an organic destiny. This way it stays or it leaves. Uh, you will be softer. softer. This way, if it stays or if it leaves, you will be softer. Uh, from having been loved this authentically, souls come into return, open, and sweep through your life for a maraud of reasons. Let them be who and what they are meant to be. That's a that's a lot of lot of stuff in there, isn't it, Mark? That's a lot. So I, I'm gonna just break it down to I'm gonna break okay. it down to what it spoke to me. And what it says to me is uh soulmate or soulmates are um people or um peoples that come into your life. And it could be for a short time or a long time. 
and love them and let their love cover you for however, however long that time period is. That's kind of what it spoke to me. And that's why I kind of wanted to read that out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and, um, you, you know, um, uh, I don't want to get into it yet. I'm, I'm not going to get into it yet. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to poke some, uh, I'm trying to poke the bear here a little bit. Uh-huh. Get you riled up before we dive into it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, as Christians, you know, we just read, you know, I read that quick little uh, ter- uh, description um, from what I would consider the world. But uh, we as Christians, uh, should we look for a quote unquote soulmate, right? Well, I think that's the question that most single people always want is they want their soulmate, you know? Right. Yeah. 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 So uh, an article from the ChristianPost.com, which I'm sure a, a lot of people know, they had an interview with June Hunt. And uh, who's a biblical counselor from Hope of the uh, Hope for the Heart Ministries? Oh yeah, and this this is kind of what the article said. Um, I took it directly from from their their uh, post, and we can add all the links so we can add the links into the show notes. Oh, 100 percent. But it says a soulmate is not a Christian ideal. Biblical counselor June Hunt, C, uh, founder, CEO, and CSO of Hope for the Heart Ministries, told the Christian Post on Monday. Rather, an ancient Greek philosopher, Plato, taught that men and women were made in one body, but separated by the gods. Each man and woman scores the earth for their perfect spouse, so that two can again become one. Hunt explained phrases like, my other half or my better half actually comes from this Greek myth, and well-meaning parents pass on the romantic idea to their children. And June Hunt says, the problem with that is that it makes us half persons, the counselor argued. If each woman constantly searches for the man who will, quote unquote, complete her, she will never be her own person. Worse, she cannot live for Christ. That's so that, was kind of, that was kind of uh, June Hunt's opinion on the, quote unquote, soulmates. Yeah, and can I speak into that for a second? Go for it, bro. So, you know... Two thughts come from this. Um, the idea of souls is it's it's all Platonic um, philosophy. It, it all comes from Plato and then you know Aristotle and Socrates before him. Right. And it's the idea of we as beings, our physical earthly bodies are bad, and mm-hmm. there's the body and the soul, which, which we believe you know our our bodies right, are right. separate from our souls. But I also but yeah, but, we call it the flesh. Correct. But Christians have a high regard of the body because God created it and we will be resurrected right. and we won't have different bodies. We'll just have our bodies perfected. Um, <clears throat> so the idea with Plato is the fact of our soul's deepest longing, deepest desire cannot be met on in physical, tangible things. It needs to be found in another soul because the physical is bad and you are incomplete without finding that other person. And that's why right. when Paul wrote the passage, oh man, was that first Corinthians, something like that, where it talks about, um, if you're single, rem- like, you know, remain single, like singleness can actually be a gift. Like, I mean, he was in the epicenter of Athens and Rome and all these different places. And he's saying that, you know, if you're single, man, you can do a lot of good things for the kingdom. You ain't incomplete. You're perfectly complete in all that you are. And right. but but you know, I still see this struggle mainly with you, you know, honestly, teenagers deal with this. A lot of teenagers deal with, oh, I need to find the one, I need to find my soulmate and all these different things. Um, but I think the bigger stress is more with the 
the young millennials, the young professionals, the mm. 28s, the 30s, the 32s, and they're still not married yet. And it's like, right. am, am I not good enough? Am I not worth someone's attention? Why doesn't someone want to mm. love me? Why can't I find, and here it is, why can't I find my one? Or soulmate. Soulmate. And, and you know, <laughs> that, the Bible's that been scripture right you're talking about came from 1 Corinthians 7, 8. Ah, nice. I got you on that one. Thank you. So, so that's that's all I want to speak into. It was the fact of the biblical narrative, the 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 Christian worldview actually goes against this idea of. We'll we'll talk about it, but not soulmates in terms of who you are going to connect with, but the idea of you're a half. You go find your other half, and right. what happens if you marry that person and you find out, oh crap, they're not my other half. Well, okay, right. screw them. Let's go try to let's let's try again. Yeah, and it, that's how this basically world means that the the commitment is only you only have to be committed if you find your soulmate, but then you have to be honest of well, if I'm looking for my better half, and I just decide I don't like the person or we don't get along or it's just not easy anymore. Oh, well, now now it gives you that excuse and that out of well, they weren't my they weren't my soulmate. Right, and you see that in all these TV shows, everything from I mean. The, the 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 little cheesy kid shows all the way through you know friends how I met your mother rules of engagement right. these shows that I don't necessarily think be, I mean there's a lot of times there's I a hear lot about, of stuff well, you I'm, shouldn't be watching some of this stuff but at the same time the whole purpose of this show are people you know sleeping with other people or trying to date these people because right. they're trying to find the one and um, I know well, this how one, many but like Ted how many Mosby times in those shows screwed himself how many over. times it- how many times in those shows or even in, in real life talking to people have you heard that, well, I'm just not in love with them anymore, or I just don't love them like I used to? <laughs> I mean, that's like the common phrase, and it's like, yeah, it's a scapegoat. no, you don't have the same emotions and the same feelings at that time, but love goes beyond that. And and to understand love more, you'd have to go back and listen to the uh, our conversation about uh, do we need to know God in order to know love? Yep. So, so yeah, I, I totally agree with you, Mark, that it's, it's a big brainwashing scheme that we're under right now. It is. And it's like, so what do we do with this? I mean, so in, in your opinion, yeah. I mean, do you think we should just throw the term soulmate out? Should we start a two man revolution and change the world? Well, I think that, uh, <clears throat> we got to look at it, uh, a little bit deeper. Okay. okay. So if, if the, the term soulmate comes from Greek philosopher, Plato, you know, that's where it came from. Um, and you know, according to June hunt, it's, it's that my half, or I'm just a half a person without finding it, just like we were discussing. Um, is it something that Christians should use or, you know, can we use it as a tool in the right context? Uh, this kind of goes back to the, like the anagram conversation. Is it another tool in the tool belt? Mm, you know what I mean? Yep. So, uh, I, I got a couple thoughts here. Okay. Uh, the, when you think about soulmates, um, I don't necessarily believe that there's just one person out there. I believe that there's a responsibility for us, but, um, God being who God is, um, he knows everything. He knows the beginning from the end. And, uh, revelations one, eight tells us that he's the alpha. He says, I am the alpha and the omega. The Lord says the Lord God who is and who was and who is to come the almighty. So that scripture tells us that. He always has been and always will be, always will be, and that uh, he is forever. So he, again, like we've talked about in previous episodes, he lives outside of time, right? So right. he knows the beginning from the end. He knows what's going to happen. So because of that, yes, he knows that if we are going to be married, 
who we're going to marry. Right. Right. So people would be like, man, that's it. That's the soulmate. Yes and no. <laughs> Again, God is all knowing and all present. It's a whole different lens though, man. Yes. Right. Exactly. Um, so, uh, trying to get our head around that and trying to grasp that concept is, is beyond our puny brains of, you know, God always is and always was other than we know that he lives outside of time. Right. We know that he, he understands time. this, but that doesn't mean that we can understand how it actually works. Right. So what are some things we, we, we do know? Okay. So what are some of the things, um, that we can what think do you of? know, Fuller? What do you know, bro? Well, I know that, God knows each of us, even from our mother's wombs, right? Right, yep. So Jeremiah 1.5 tells us that, and we've said this in previous content, uh, previous episodes, uh, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I've appointed you a prophet to the nations. Now, obviously, he was speaking to Jeremiah, but I believe that the scripture, if he's saying it to Jeremiah, it's not like he only knew Jeremiah in the womb, right? Right, right. This, this could be, this is a blanket statement, in, in my opinion, of, God knows each of us in our mother's womb. Well, I'd agree. Right? I mean, Which even, goes back to I mean, goes back to our conversation, too. our conversation with Sarah Nass about when when is a person a person, and it goes back to our personhood theory episode. You know, it goes back to several episodes we've talked about this. Yep. And even with Psalm one thirty nine fourteen, it's you know I'll praise you for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, and then it keeps going, and it's the fact of um, my soul knows this right. very well. And so it's the yeah. fact of God has made us and he fashioned us and he's known us. Right, exactly. And so because he knows us, he knows what's best for us, right? So he knows what's best for us, but how do we know what's best for us? Well, I think an important way to understand what's best for us is to know God and to serve him and know his ways, right? Right. Because how can we understand ourselves unless we understand the creator who made us, right? Mm. So Matthew 6, Ooh, say, wait, 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 say that again. Say that one again. So how can we understand ourselves until we understand the, the master creator who made us? I like that. So, so if we go into Matthew 6.33, you know, the pretext for this is he's talking about worry, right? In this, in this context of this chapter, yep. he's talking about, you know, why are you worrying about this or that or tomorrow for t today has its own worries, you, that, that whole thing. Um, but then in verse 33, he goes in and says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Right. So it's talking about, if we look at it in the context of the chapter, he's talking about worry, right? You know, everybody's worrying about tomorrow or, and then he talks about how he takes care of the sparrow and the flower of the field. Um, so if you seek first God, all these things be added. To, a lot of people like to abuse this scripture and be like, well, if I seek God, I'll get that mansion in that red Ferrari that I've always wanted. Right. <laughs> That's not what he's talking right. about here. When, when you seek God out, you understand his ways. And as you understand his ways, you understand those things that you actually need. And he will grace you and give you the things that you actually need. Right. Would you agree with that statement? hundred percent need and wants are two different things. Exactly. So, uh, <clears throat> and because we want to understand his ways, uh, we also, as we learn his ways, we understand that God knows all things. And Hebrews 4.13 says, And there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are open and laid bare to, his, to the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Right. So this scripture talks about how nothing we do in this life is hidden and nothing is hidden from God. For God knows everything. Everything is laid open and bare to his eyes. Uh, he, he knows all things. That's 
I kind of wanted to touch base on some of these things. So we talked about he knows beginning from the end because he always has been. So he's omniscient, omnipotent. And what's the third one? Isn't there a third one? Omniscient, um, omnipresent. Omnipresent. That's the one I was thinking of. Yes. I, I so had to think real quick. I'm like, uh... <laughs> I was like, wait, I'm trying to remember all the technical terms for it. <laughs> I stopped yeah. using the te- te- technical terms with teenagers because they're like, I don't care about the omni what. <laughs> so if we're looking at these things, so we know God is all things. He is everywhere at all times. And uh, uh, he knows all things, right? So those three basic concepts. And I just, you know, we got to look at those things and understand those before we can really talk about what a quote unquote soulmate is. Uh, so I think, I, you know, I, I dive into and you touched on it a bit where I asked you, uh, you know, is there such thing as a soulmate? And you said yes and no, right? right so yep. we, you and I kind of agree on this this aspect of things of that. Uh, yes, there is a soulmate because God lives outside of time and he knows who you're going to be with if you're going to be with somebody. But no, because there's not just that one person. We have a responsibility. And by getting to know God, uh, we make better choices. And so... Uh, you know, you think about, all right, if we're taking that from, from that aspect of things of where we still have to make a choice. Right. Right. And so say we're dating somebody right now, uh, which I'm not, thank goodness. You're dating your wife, bro. The Lord has given me my soulmate. (laughs) (laughs) But I think of, uh, like, uh, sorry to call you out guys, but Jagger and Gap, you know, they're dating very young couple, uh, very in love. Uh, and so I think of them and I, I tried to, put myself back in their shoes when we, when I was preparing for, for this podcast episode. And, uh, so what are some things that we as Christians need to look at? And, uh, and the first thing I think we need to look at, uh, is, is, is the man and woman is the he and the she equally yoked together. Right. Right. So if we're dating, how, how are we supposed to know who we're supposed to be with? Right. If there's no soulmate, how are we supposed to know? First thing we need to make sure that, that, that we're equally yoked. And uh, do they have the, the core fundamentals of Christianity? So uh, the scripture that talks about that we've talked about in the past is Second Corinthians 6.14. It says, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? So, <clears throat> and we talked about this a little bit more um, before the podcast on, you know, we talk about Christianity, but you also brought up a couple other good good things, I think, Mark. Uh, right. You want to share some things you brought up? Yeah, because when we talk about unequally yoked, normally we think of just believer, unbeliever. Believers are unbeliever, right. But, you know, yoke is, the, the idea was you strap it between two animals and they needed to be the same everything or else your lines wouldn't be straight. So, right. you know, let's say... You, you find someone and, and you're getting married, all these different, not getting, getting married, but uh, you find someone, you start dating, kind of interested, you know, something, this is more of what I have told my teens over the years and, and what I even, mm-hmm. for myself, when I was back in a teen and, and in college dating and trying to figure things out is, you know, this is kind of a funny one. This is more of Mark's quick tips to not screw up your life. Here you go. You ready? Number one is, do you actually enjoy the person? Like, like, do that, you that, actually that's a good one. enjoy it? Because, you know, you have someone who loves Jesus and wants to change the world, but if you can't even stand the way they talk or breathe right. or, or stand, the way they eat or, yeah. 
Like now, love covers a multitude of sins. I ain't going. Right. I, ain't, I ain't going to disagree with that one. But you know, this is kind of, kind of simple, funny stuff. But do you enjoy being with them? Um, another one that I've been talking with a couple of, not a couple, but like a couple of couples about is: Do you have the same goals as the other person? Like, do does does the guy want the? Which this isn't wrong. I think this is awesome. Does does the guy want the girl to be a stay at home mom? Do they want to homeschool? Which things change. I understand that. But if, if a right. girl's like, no, I want a career. I'll do have kids late in life. You know, we'll we'll get some nannies. We'll do this kind of stuff. And the husband's like, no, you're supposed to raise them type thing. It's like that. Like, you know, I don't think either one of them is wrong, but it's right. more fact of do the same goals. And the other idea was, you know, the amount of kids and jobs and where do you want to live and all these different things. Too. Like, that all plays a part in it. But what I've been talking with recently and trying to figure things out, this goes back to our denominations conversation, is do do they even have the same beliefs as you inside of Protestantism? If if you're Protestants, like the 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 view of 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 baptism, like do you believe in baptismal regeneration, which means you're not really saved until you're baptized? Right. Or it's just the fact of no, baptism is just a symbol. Well, that can cause some friction in how you raise your kids or Mm -hmm. uh, one yeah. one might be Lutheran, one might be Baptist, and those are completely different understandings of church and worship and where do we go to church, where do we send our kids to school, all these different things. Now, at the end of the day, what's true love? You know, we talked about this a couple, couple weeks ago, is true love is looking out for someone else's interest, putting someone else's interest ahead of your own with you expecting to get nothing back. So right. there's going to be disagreements because two people shoved into a room, they're not going to be the same. Right. If you've watched, nobody's ever the same. Right. If you watch both, there's always going to, there's always going to be conflict. Yeah. When, when being with somebody, because you're having to live with somebody else's personality, with their likes, their dislikes, their habits, all that stuff. Right. Like, you know, I was watching Bowl the other night with Michael Weatherly, and it's like they, they make these mock jury trials with like the exact same people up on stage. Well, it's like, Sure, okay, but that causes conflicts too. But at the end of the day, you're two different people with different worldviews, different backgrounds, different upbringings, different beliefs in different areas. Right. So, you know, you got to be able to do that. But at the same time, you know, this is more of, oh, well, actually, I got to say this one too. Okay, so this, these are Marks. I'm going to add a Fairchild, if you know who Fairchild is. He goes to our church. Um, oh, yeah. His first requirement was, is, are you attracted to the person? Well, he said, he goes, this isn't me saying it. This was him as a little, you know, 18 year old, like, is she hot? Which we all laughed right. because he, then he was like, yeah, I, 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 I'm attracted to Mary. And of course all of his kids freaked out, but like, it's the fact of art. Like, are you even attracted to him? Which I think attraction right. can come later too. I thought it was funny. Um, but yeah, do you yeah. actually enjoy being with them? Do you have the same goals, same aspirations? Are you trying to get to the same places? Cause marriage well, is, is bringing out the better of the other person. Yeah, yeah. I want to. So when you're when you're are you finished with your thought? I don't want to interrupt, but I have no, many good. thoughts coming right now. I'm good. So I, I I I totally agree with you. Those conversations need to take place during the, uh, depending on who you are. If you're a type of person that believes in dating, right? Right. Or if you're type of person that believes in courtship, I know that we may have listeners that may go either way and i'm not saying which one is right or wrong right. or or people might not have this conversation until they're talking about serious things like you can be dating for a year and just be kind of fun and hanging right. out but when it push comes but to shove i definitely believe that these conversations need to be had and uh and if you can do it by yourself if you can think of these conversations great but i also would encourage you to talk to a pastor or maybe a trusted friend that is already married or parents or stuff you know for type of questions that need to be 
asked and discussed. Yeah. Now for like Janelle and I'll speak for, for my personal marriage, right? Uh, before, when we were dating, we were dating and then we were seriously talking about getting engaged. We actually did pre-engagement counseling, right? To, wait, wait, to wait, get wait, our wait, 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 pre-engagement, not premarital. So, so I, I talked to the pastor and I said, look, we're seriously thinking about getting engaged, but before we get engaged, uh, I want to make sure that, you know, because to me, when you get engaged, you're making that commitment that you're going to marry that person. Right. So it's a, it's a pretty big deal. It's not just, all right, we're engaged. All right. I, I don't like you anymore. So we're breaking it off. Like to me, it's a big commitment. And to Janelle, it was a big commitment. And so we wanted to go through pre-engagement counseling, which the pastor laughed and he goes, I've never heard of that before. <laughs> I, I, I've never heard of it before. So it's, it was something completely new. It was a fuller way, you know, <laughs> but fuller uh, always so, got his way. So basically what we did is he took us through something that was very similar to what he would take people through pre-marital counseling, right? right Obviously yep. not going into some more deeper things, but, uh, you know, some basic things, questions like we're talking about, about, you know, how do we believe, you know, looking at each other and struggles we've had in our past and maybe some of the baggage we'd be bringing into a marriage and kind of going through all of that. And uh, it was very good for me. Uh, now, do Janelle and I believe 100% in everything? No, no. <laughs> not, not even close. Uh, I, I, you know, our, 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 opinion on the end times are different, right? Um, that's, that's a big one that we have discussions here and there, but we've never gone into and studied it together. Uh, there's also, uh, just a multitude, uh, you know, is, is, are the gifts for the day and just different things that we were raised differently. Now, to me, we both believe in the fundamental core of Christianity. We both believe that Jesus Christ came to die for our sins and he's the only way to the father. Right. Right. And so these these core values that that we all need to have to be, quote unquote, yoked together correctly to be able to plow that field uh, is is definitely something that's needed. And you also have to have to have the heart too. Uh, you know, if, if there's there's been a ton of things that I know that I've done that probably bothered Janelle. Actually, I know that bothered Janelle. <laughs> and there's been a few things that Janelle does that bothers me. Now, those are personal preferences. And so you have to be able to look at it as, is this a personal preference or is this a deal breaker, right? You have to ask yourself these questions right. and you have to have conversations about this because the Ow. what may be a deal breaker to you, uh, to me, may not be that big of a deal and I can change. Or it may be like, no, I'm not changing that. And so that's that would be a tell, tall tale sign that, all right, we're not meant to be together. So there, there's definitely, it's not just, you know, we talk about these things of, you know, do you have the same goals? Do you have, yes, these are things that are good to talk about. But if you can work through them, Oh yeah, like what Janelle and I were dating. And be flexible, man. Like things right, change, when Janelle you know? and I were dating, I said from the get go, I said, uh, you know, I would really prefer that I made enough money uh, that you, if we started having kids, that you would stay home with kids. Like I would prefer that. And she said, "Well, I kind of like a career right now. Like when we were first dating, we talked about that. And it's like, is that a big deal breaker for us? No, it, it wasn't a big deal breaker for either of us. We were both flexible on that. And as time progressed and." God moved and circumstances happened. We decided that Janelle wanted to stay home with our kids and I wanted her to stay home. And so that's what she's doing. She's staying home with kids. Uh, so just because it's 
you don't agree on something now doesn't mean you may not circumstances may not change that opinion one way or the other later, as long as it's not a deal breaker. So you got to have these, these conversations, but even like, um, you know, you talked about baptism. Is it just a symbol or is it something that has to happen? All right. Well, you got to ask yourself, each person is going to be different in that. But as long as you believe, uh, the Jesus of the Bible, <laughs> right? Right. We, we know there's a lot of people that claim Jesus that ain't Jesus out there. Uh, like Jesus is a prophet, you know, that that's the whole Muslim side of things. Like, yeah, he was real. He was alive, but he was just a prophet. Well, no, that's not right. So as long as you believe in these core fundamentals, that's, that's where the, the yoke really comes together. And then everything else uh, really has to be taken as an individual, yep. you know, whether you can continue on or that's a deal breaker. Right. And, and that's where the, the conversation I think comes. Cause you know, I, I, I wrote the question down a second ago. It's like, this is where, you know, going back to the God's will conversation, while I believe in the playground where, you know, what do you do if you got, you know, you're a girl, you got two viable dudes, you're, you're a guy, you got a couple of viable girls that you're like, you know what, these, these, one of these, like, I, I could see myself with either one of these. Well, well, since, since we believe in monogamy, choose one. Um, but you know, that's where <laughs> you don't believe in polygamy. What? <laughs> Thanks for listening to joke. Real Talk Christian Podcast today, that's guys. A, that's so, a joke. <laughs> that's a joke. You don't watch Sister it. Wives, man? <laughs> oh, no heavens, no. Um, Dude, but, I watch Sister Wives. It's a great... I would love to meet that family. I would love to sit down and have a conversation. I could see myself being friends with that though that family. I really could. I could see us having a lot of conversations, but, you know, I could see myself being friends with them. <laughs> Anyways, I'll go let, back into I'll, it. I'll let you tell me about it over our dinner. How about that? But but you know, that's, that's, this is where like I was thinking of the passage where you know a multitude of counselors their safety, and that's where you know talk with your pastor, talk with your parents, talk with your friends. But then at the end of the day, man, this is why I said at, what I said at the beginning. This is where it kind of comes full circle to me. Is you know find a spouse and love their socks <laughs> off. So it's like at the end of the day, you know, both if everyone's saying either one's fine, just pick one. Just go with your gut. And, and pray that God gives you the wisdom and make sure you pray about it when it actually happens. Right. Man, that loud ding hurt. Ooh, Man, that your I'm, computer? I'm, that is my computer. Ooh. I don't know why it's doing that. But that oh, I literally I'm jumped out of my that. seat. That was funny. Um, <laughs> sorry, listeners. I don't know. So the if there's two viable about. options, all I got to say is, you know, go check out my opinions on God's will and they will help you with that. But, but you know, we're already at the 46, 47 minute mark. Yeah, let dude. me, let me, let me go in and wrap a couple things yeah, up. Yeah, let's here. wrap this sucker up. Let, uh, yeah, sorry about that. We kind of went long in the beginning. So uh, I would also say that, you know, on top of being equally yoked, you need to uh, look at do they draw you closer to God or lead you further away? And that comes from Proverbs 12, 26. It says the righteous should choose his the righteous should choose his friend carefully. But the way of the wicked leads him astray. And Proverbs, Proverbs 13, 20 says he who walks with the wise man will be wise, but the companion of fools will be destroyed. So that you need to make sure that you, the person that you're choosing, who you're dating, is leading you closer to God. If they're leading you further away, if they're asking you to, to, to do things that are morally or biblically wrong, uh, you know that's not the right one for you. Uh, you also need to ask yourself, do they challenge you in the ways of righteousness? You know, Proverbs 27, 17, we've talked about this before, it says, as iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. So if they're not challenging you to really study the Bible and you guys study it together uh, to find out what God's truth really is in the matter. And they're not leading you closer to doing that. 
and sharpening you as a Christian, uh, you need to look at that too. Mm, And finally, uh, you know, we talk about future spouses or whatever. And uh, I believe that, you know, we should pray for our future spouses. So how can we do that? Well, Christy Woods from IBelieve.com has a good article on 10 good ways to pray for your future spouse. She has scriptures and kind of what she, her thoughts are behind it. But I just wanted to name off these 10 and we can real quick on each one talk about it. Uh, the first one is uh, pray for your future spouse's salvation. And uh, my opinion on that is that they surrender to the Lord. You know, obviously we talked about being yoked. That is a big thing. We need to make sure that they have a good foundation in their salvation and that it is strong. Do they love and that Jesus? That it's not wavering. What's that? Do they love Jesus? Right. Number two would be uh, pray for a heart of forgiveness. So if if they don't understand how to forgive like God forgives, as far as the East is from the West, they may uh, carry grudges, which carries bigger problems in the marriage, right? Yep. It, it's bigger issues if you can't forgive each other. And forgiveness is not just like, okay, I forgive you, but I ain't forgetting. Like, that's not true forgiveness. They got to forgive like God forgives. That's a huge thing. Uh, number three is uh, pray that they trust in the Lord. And my opinion is uh, tr- trust him in everything and rely on him fully. I was reading uh, Jared Lopez, Dad Tired, this week, and he talked about how he never realized that that only in the good times, in the good times, he doesn't rely on the Lord as much as he does in the bad times, like 9-11, like the COVID-19 outbreak how many people are running to the church right now and running to God because something bad's going on. But when everything's going good in their life, you know, they still keep, they touch base with God, but not as hard as they do uh, when there's a, a crisis. Um, so you got to, uh, got to really make sure um, you trust him and rely on him fully for everything. Number four uh, is pray that he or she will remain in Christ. Uh, we know that Satan likes to tr- try to divide and conquer uh, and so because of that, uh, we need to make sure we pray for our, our future spouse that they continue to pray, read his word and seek his ways in all things and continue to grow closer with him. Number five is uh, pray for his or her fear of God. Uh, we, we've talked about kind of the fear of the Lord before uh, that, you know, they know what the healthy fear of God is and follow it and not fear of just fear. We know fear is not a good thing unless it's the fear of the Lord. So making sure that they pray for them that they understand that number six is that they uh, pray. They will ask for wisdom. We know there's a big difference between knowledge and wisdom knowledge. uh, You know, I I can have the knowledge of how to drive a car, but wisdom is actually the experience and understanding why I'm driving the car and what the car is going to do when I do certain things. Um, So having that, that understanding of the difference between knowledge and wisdom, there's a huge difference there. I can know the Bible, even Satan and his demons know the scripture Right, but, but they don't have the wisdom it? to understand it. <laughs> so there's a huge difference there. Uh, number seven is pray for your spouse's heart, that they have the heart of Christ, right? Uh, the heart of Christ is always loving and being compassionate towards people, always reaching out to spread the good news uh, of salvation and uh, really understanding how Christ treats his church, right? Because if we don't understand that, we'll never treat our spouse correctly. Uh, number eight is pray for the protection against darkness. We know that we do not battle with flesh and blood, with, but with powers and principalities. Uh, Satan is trying to attack us. So pray now for your future spouse, whether you're dating them or you're not. You, maybe you're single right now. That's okay. You can still pray for your future spouse, that God protects them and that God strengthens them in their armor. Uh, 
and that they stand fast with God. Uh, number nine is pray that he or she will live in step with the spirit. Uh, and, and my opinion is that the spirit will guide them to the spirit of God, his word, staying in prayer, those types of things, following the fruits of the spirit. That's a huge thing, you know, that they continue to follow in the ways of Christ, follow the way, as we like to say, you know, you know, whether that's being with your tribe or, or whoever is going to help you make sure they're well connected and that they're following Jesus. And number 10, finally, is pray concerning how your spouse is clothed. And when I say clothed, and when uh, Christy <laughs> Woods says clothed, we're not talking about like modesty clothing, although that's a conversation that you should probably have with the person you're dating. Uh, but we're talking about spiritual clothes, aka the uh, fruits of the Spirit. Do they have these fruits? And, and, and praying that God uh, clothes them with the fruits of the Spirit and the armor of God. You know, we, we need these things. These are very fundamental things that every Christian should be striving for. And if they're not producing fruit, you have to wonder, are they really saved? And so those are kind of the 10 ways that Christy did said that uh, we could pray for our, our um, future spouses. And she goes into what she means by each of those. And I kind of gave you what I meant when I read those. So. Yeah. And we'll, we'll put the link in the show notes. So don't worry people. Yeah. Yeah. I made sure I, I took all the links down this time. <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of my quick uh, running thing. Mark, do you have any, uh, those, you know, I don't have any closing thoughts. Those are, that's where I want to leave solid. it. Do you have any, I do. Do you have any closing thoughts? I have one quote. All right, go for it. I have bro. one quote. This is from my boy, Andy Stanley. He's, he's my boy. He doesn't know who I am, but he's my boy. <laughs> but uh, from down North point, Atlanta, he says in one of his sermons, I thought this was so cool. Are you the person you're looking for is looking for? Are you the person you're looking for is looking for? Uh-huh. So his uh, whole yeah. conversation was the fact of rather than making just a list of what you want in someone else, make sure you're the type of person that if someone else was going to make uh, a list for the person that, that you're, you're making a list for, that right. you would fill into that you would fall into the category of their list. So Very nice. do, I like that. do you follow Jesus? Do you, right. you know, fight against darkness? Do you this? Do you that? Do you love right. others? Do you forgive all these different things? So rather than just like, oh, I need to find a, I need to find me a woman who does this, 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 or I need to right, find right. me a man who does this, I'm 31 this, this, woman. This. Well, are you the, the man that Christ talks about? Are like you the Proverbs? Like Christ is with church. <laughs> are, are, you, are you the Proverbs 84, bro? That's Yeah, that's there you I go. There you go. Uh, let's go with 30, 34. Are you the Proverbs 34, bro? Well, are you just the Bible, bro? There you go. Bible, bro. <laughs> are you Bible man? Are you Bible? Oh, I love Bible that Bible man? So that's all I want to say is, are you the person you're looking for is looking for? That's it. Right. That's all I got, man. Yeah, Other than I, that, I like find a spouse, love. Oh, wait, wait. Find a spouse, love their socks off. I had three other words. I forgot what it was. But yeah, I, you go back to the beginning of the podcast and you'll know. Find a spouse, <laughs> love their socks off, man. That's all I got. That's all I got. So, but we want to keep yeah. the conversation going with you guys too. So if you have any other thoughts or opinions or even questions, you know, we're not experts, but we are experts. So if you have any questions, feel free to let us know, reach out to us on any of the social platforms, uh, reach out to us, um, via email, real talk, Christian podcast at gmail.com social media, real talk, Christian podcast on both Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Leave us a review. Write us a comment. We will get back with you. We'll read them. We'll do what we got to do. Definitely. But definitely. <laughs> before we go, we always have a gift. We have a parting gift. This is the RTC family parting gift. Whoop, whoop. It's time <laughs> for 
Fun facts with Fuller. Fun facts. <laughs> Where's Jagger when you need this him? Anyways. Like, yeah, we're, we're, we're not even bougie. We're budget. Like we're yeah. not a budget bougie. We just budget. Like, <laughs> we like, need to have him record fact? that so we can just push push the button on the roadcast and be true. like fun facts. <laughs> but I don't know this fun fact, so I get to enjoy it with the people. All right, here we go. You ready? Yep. So here's the fun, fuller fun fact of the day. I'm ready. Did you know, Mark? The speed of the computer mouse is measured in Mickey's. That's right. Shut Mickey's. up. Shut up. No. A Brit- <laughs> A British scientist first invented the rollerball device in 1946 while working for the Royal Navy. But the word oh mouse my. or Mickey's did not get used or get, did not get coined until 1965. But it's Mickey's. <laughs> okay, that's probably my favorite. Well, actually, my favorite one, I'm not going to lie, my favorite one so far has been uh, Bicycle Face. The bicycle face. I like the lobsters peeing on each other. <laughs> the lobsters peeing on each other. But seriously, my favorite is bicycle face. Women were not allowed to ride bikes because the people were scared of yeah, what that, their face was going to do. And if you don't remember which one that was from, that was from our uh, our dual recording, our mashup with Dudes and Dads. The one from Dudes one. and Dads. I yeah. love it. But now you know, whenever you use yeah. a mouse, yeah, you count it in Mickey's. Yeah, the speed of it's measured in Mickey's. So ah, I love it. Well, hey, we love you guys. We have a fun episode coming up next for you guys where we are interviewing someone all about foster care. So I know you're going to love hearing that one. But until next time, take it easy. Thank you for listening to Real Talk Christian. To help get our podcast into the ears of other people who need to hear these conversations, we would love for you to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. To keep the conversations going, feel free to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and share our content with others. See you next time.